0: Hello and welcome to a Lore Party minigame, a podcast about our favorite video games and the stories they tell. I'm Mike Ferris. I find the recent trend of making every series into a big open world game kind of frustrating. Games like Metal Gear Solid Five and the Shadow of Mordor games tout that the stories told in the open world during gameplay are just as important as the main narrative. However, in these worlds, instead of stories, I just find a lot of busy work and systems and mechanics. It's the exact opposite of immersion. There is one game in recent memory whose story and your actions in its open world are permanently linked. And that game is No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky is an open world survival game in which you play as a traveler, and one day you awaken in a broken ship on an unknown planet. It's an incredibly simple premise. The first few hours of your No Man's Sky experience is you just kind of stumbling around this planet you're on, gathering up resources in order to try to repair this ship that you're in. As you explore, you stumble across caves and other similar structures. It's genuinely terrifying coming across an animal for the first time. You don't know if they're going to be nice and friendly, or try to rip your face off, and you're mostly defenseless. It's one of the first open world games in which it feels like the world itself was not created just for you and your hijinks. This world was created to facilitate life, and was here long before you got here, and will continue to exist long after you're dead. Inevitably, though, you repair your ship and take off for the first time in search of… well, that's kind of up to you. Do you want to be a gun-for-hire taking out ruffians in space battles? Do you want to see as many planets as possible, cataloging and naming different species of plants and animals? Or do you want to be an intergalactic trader? trying to get the best deals out of the resources that you collect. All of these are equally viable options. No Man's Sky doesn't really feature any big antagonists. There's no big boss or anything like that. The story is really in your hands. There is a loose sort of plot, as it were, of you getting mysterious transmissions from an unknown figure who is guiding you closer and closer to the galaxy's core. But during these transmissions, you can just say, eh, I'm not interested. And that whole quest is removed from your quest log, never to be seen again. It's the only game I've ever played in which you can tell the game's plot to go screw itself. And this lack of structure frustrated many players when the game first came out. Other survival games like Rust still have this kind of structure of you trying to either win the game or beat other players. But this doesn't exist in No Man's Sky. When I first played No Man's Sky, my version of The Traveler was someone who wanted to learn as many alien languages as possible, gathering as many unique items as possible, in order to play a weird combination of diplomat and stockbroker with other aliens. I'm a weird person, I know, but I still had a ton of fun. During another playthrough, I just kind of wanted to be an explorer, land on as many planets as possible, name as many species of animals and plants I could find, lay claim to as many planets as I could find, and it was kind of a profound experience for me. Anyone who knows me knows I'm a huge space dork, so I had kind of a predestined appreciation for No Man's Sky. But playing it, it got me thinking about what exactly I was doing. Why I was playing this game. Only until recently, the game didn't have any multiplayer, so no one could see the stupid names I gave to planets or animals. And I think it's because of the lack of traditional story in No Man's Sky that really engaged me. I had some ownership of my story, my lore, as it were. A lot of people I know described No Man's Sky as kind of a passive relaxation game. But for me, it was the exact opposite. Because so much was left empty and open by the developers, I felt some sort of responsibility to fill that in for myself, to not necessarily make my own fun, but it felt more like they gave me building blocks to create whatever I wanted to do. It's the opposite of relaxation or escapism. It also helps that the main story thread of those mysterious transmissions leads to a lot of really hot pretentious garbage, but (laughs) that's beside the point. And I want to close out season two of lore party mini games by reading one of my favorite quotes. It's from a New Yorker piece by David Denby about 10 years ago. It's called big pictures. And the article itself is about the movie going experience, but I think it applies to video games as well. And I thought a lot about this quote when playing through no man's sky quote, still We long to be overwhelmed by that flush of emotion when image, language, movement, and music merge. We have just entered from the impersonal streets, and suddenly we are alone, but not alone. The sighing and shifting all around, hitting us like the pressures of the weather in an open field. Everything we are, our senses, our past, our unconscious, reaches out to the screen. The experience is the opposite of escape. It's more like absolute engagement. Such is the ideal, but how often do you find it?" Thanks for listening. This Lore Party minigame is executive produced by Abu Zafar and produced by me, Michael Ferris check out our website at loreparty.com and check us out on Twitter and Instagram at lore underscore party check out our new subreddit at r slash lore party where you can talk about the episodes or just video game lore in general subscribe to lore party in your favorite podcasting app and be sure to leave us a review on apple podcasts it really helps us grow the show thank you very much for listening